0: You are now tuned in to episode 79 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Deitch. Matt, what's up? Not much, you? Not a whole lot. It's uh, hot. Yeah, you dang right, it's hot. And, uh, yeah, we're coming to you a day late, uh, as as you guys can tell. Uh, just a lot of swings and misses here in the last couple of days. Uh, we've, right. we've had a couple anglers lined up, and then they've had some stuff come up, and I don't know, I think yeah, everyone... Life happens. Yep, yep, and... Uh, we're not pissed off about it uh you know we've we've had our own stuff going on and uh
1: yeah whatever here we are it's always tough to get everybody's schedule lined up sometimes
0: yep but what i can tell all of you is that we've got some absolute bangers coming down the we pipe. do because uh i've talked to a lot of really cool anglers with a lot of really cool stories here in the last couple of days uh trying to you know getting get a interview worked out and uh so i don't know i got a feeling here the next five six weeks are going to be
1: and, and for you guys that don't know what bangers are that means that we have some awesome episodes coming up <laughs> yeah, there's some there's, your, my, there's there's some no there's some, are no there's not, some older there's some older people that listen they don't know what bangers mean i mean they don't know like out there listening to good tunes and stuff like that that this generation that's what they call them. okay okay i wasn't going anywhere in the how gutter old, or nothing old, like that how old is old i don't know i would never call anything a banger Really? Right. So, like, you're old? I, sometimes I feel old.
0: Speaking of which, somebody had a birthday over the last week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did.
0: What are you? I mean, 39. What, 39? Yep holy moly your best days are long behind you oh i know they are <laughs> you don't have
1: you don't have to tell me that i know
0: i'm trying to figure out if i'm going to need to put an elevator in my house to get you down here to the podcast might have, studio
1: might have to start hauling all the equipment upstairs i'm going
0: to get one of those chair lifts that go up and down the <laughs> stairs <laughs> <Those> st-
1: <laughs> might have to get a little one of those two-wheel carts and you might have to just
0: yeah cart you down, down these the stairs and, and- yeah, that or or we're just gonna have to have a zero entry podcast studio to you,
1: you always have to turn up my headphones a little bit louder <laughs> yeah <laughs> what
0: was that what was oh, that oh man no
1: i got out and did a little birthday fishing so that was yeah nice. that's right it's tell always, us about it it's kind of always my annual deal as i like yep. to since i have the summers off and I always like to get out the day of or before or after depends on the weather but yeah i got over to okaboji and targeted bass but it seemed like everything else wanted to bite as well as bass so it your was first kind of a fish fun was good yeah it was yeah it was a nice one um caught that on a jig throwing it out in deeper water and in the, into the weed line and that was good uh the the coolest part of the day so i started catching big bluegills throwing drop shot really yeah with a three inch or three inch uh, max scent worm and uh I mean, I was like, all right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try for some bluegills and, you know, maybe keep a few for the frying pan or whatever. So I actually rigged up a smaller drop shot, figuring all oh, these things are going to eat this alive. Nope, they didn't want anything to do with that one. They wanted the big one.
0: It had to be big, huh? So then
1: I actually hooked into one that was like nine and a half inches, and I was bringing it up to the boat. And I go to lift it out of the water, and a big old musky comes up out of the water and tries to grab it. And I was like dumbfounded for a second. I was like, oh, crap. So I quick let it back down in the water, and the bluegill laid there on top like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's no. on you, man. He was. He was like, uh-uh. Sorry, dude. No. <laughs> I'm staying ready. He's like, you can lift me into the boat if you want. So We've had that before. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was a big one. It was probably about in that mid-40s. Really? Upper 40s in range. It was a thick fish, too.
0: God, I still haven't never caught a muskie. Yeah. it was.
1: It, so that was cool. Uh, lost a ton of jigs to pike really yep you don't know, feel the old thunk and you reel down and go to set the hook and it's just like air it's like nothing, nothing there. Is there it's like uh... yep. but no it was a good day over there uh it was a friday you know how okoboji gets on a friday oh, afternoon yeah. pretty soon i felt sorry for my spot lock because it didn't know which which way to point i was watching it for a while and all of a sudden it's like it was pointed into the wind pretty soon it was pointed away from the wind because there's waves coming every which way and just didn't yeah. have
0: nothing for you it, it, no but yeah. you know
1: i caught some walleyes on the drop shot i caught small mouth large mouth i talked to some guys uh, one guy he was from texas and really yeah in nebraska they were together uh he says he comes up once a year and i was fishing i had spot locked up on a spot where i had caught a few fish and i was catching them and he comes up and i had talked to him at the ramp and stuff and just kind of they kind of asked me like where some good spots are like what what to do you yep. know kaboji and i i was talk, talking to him about it and uh yeah they come fishing up by me and uh he's like what are you he's like you fishing for bream you know well oh yeah right? for, brim, yep. for brim for you know that's what they call the bluegills down there down south so i was like yeah no i go I was, i'm fishing for bass i was like i've got a few smallmouth right here and he's like smallmouth for real he's like that's what i came up here for is i want to catch a smallmouth. so i was trying to explain to him okay well go try this area over here you know or fish right here if you want it with me i told him but he was like nah we'll go over here and we'll give it a shot but
0: huh. i wonder how he so, did so
1: i don't know if they ever caught any smallmouth or not i was like i told him actually you know there's a great smallmouth in okopoji i was like you should go try spirit too because yep they've been biting pretty good over there and uh so that was kind of cool. One thing about it, one thing that I laughed about those guys, they were fishing and they were on a point and the shallow water buoys were up and they were kind of casting up into pretty shallow water and bringing it back and here comes some people on a pontoon.
0: Oh, and they're boy. wheeling
1: around and they're going to go right, well they they came between me and the shoreline. I was in about 19 foot of water, but it was pretty close up, you know, it got pretty shallow up there. They're going right towards them. I'm like they're going to go right in front of those guys. And it would have been about it's probably about 40 yards if that between those guys and that buoy and it's like they're going right go in front of him finally the guy goes hey do you think you could go around us we're trying to fish here and they're (laughs) like and the guy in the pontoon is like oh oh okay you know and goes around him it's just like i just it's just like that's just he when they came over to talk to me i was like i really thought that that guy was going to go in front of you and he's like he's like he would have if i wouldn't have said anything right he's like is that like what it always is here he's like do they just come right between you
0: and the shoreline when you're fishing i'm like oh yeah i'm like i "Eh?" thought you were gonna say that they cut the cut the uh point and and Uh, got hung up or something no
1: i'm surprised they didn't but you know then i was fishing that same point and there was jet skiers flying between me and i mean i could have right i could have threw my rod at them and hit them so but yeah it was it was a good day um got off the water with no problem no, nothing that i was expecting it to be a circus at the boat ramp on a friday right. afternoon but it wasn't so have you
0: seen that video of that guy yes backing down that boat ramp
1: i don't like, know what i don't know if the that, dude was like he had to be like that had to be staged right you would think so but
0: i don't know i mean he, he literally chased that that trailer off the side of the ramp and got right. down into the rocks like it,
1: it almost has to be a fake I'd, I'd you know i hope it's a fake video but you know it wouldn't surprise me if it's a real one right i saw somebody posted on instagram today i think out at the black hills that they were at a lake somewhere and somebody backed the boat trailer, the boat on the trailer yet put it in the water and ran right into the dock well lockwood's out there <laughs> bet it was lockwood <laughs> i was gonna say that or i was gonna be like well you could at least help the oiler out and help him yeah. back down yeah but i was probably
0: it was one of them too <laughs> no. so
1: yeah you uh you, did you get any fishing
0: in while you were over at the lakes this last weekend i did not i uh i brought uh i brought some rods over there and i had kind of thought in my mind well first i had thought that i was going to bring my boat and then i talked myself out of that and then i had said you know what in the morning i'm just going to bring some rods uh over you know maybe go in between the the trestles and whatnot and just do a little shore fishing and whatever and and i talked myself out of that and yeah so uh here i am and uh i haven't fished here for quite some time i can tell you're not looking very good i'm gant i'm gant yeah i I mean you can tell when a guy hasn't fished for a while yeah i'm not i'm not sure i'll make it but i mean (laughs) you know at least i'm here recording episode 79 i mean that's all that really matters so uh No, in other news, uh, now would be the time that ICAST should be going, and it's not. And for those of you that don't know, ICAST uh, happens down in Orlando, Florida every single year, and uh, what it is is all the biggest uh, names in the fishing industry all go down there to Orlando, Florida and uh, unveil their new products for the year. And, uh, you know, a while back we had had uh, Dan Spangler on, and uh, Dan had talked that they would be releasing... uh, the berkeley hit stick and and that type of stuff here in july and and that's obviously at the time uh what he meant was around the icast time or at icast and since there is no icast this year because of uh the covid uh yeah i you know it's kind of a virtual deal this year i don't i don't know what you'd exactly call it
1: i mean for 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 us it's normal <laughs> because right. it's like we uh, never i wasn't going anyways like, <laughs> it would be a, it'd be something cool to go to but you know usually it's like the outdoor writers and like people that own bait shops and stuff like right. that go down there to, to see all the stuff and a i lot can't of believe we work. haven't
0: been invited
1: right uh, that's crazy i think maybe our invitation must get lost in the mail
0: i was gonna say i'm gonna figure out who's running this iCast cast and give them a couple firm chest pokes <laughs> hey listen <laughs> here get the
1: point across yeah now, but, you... no, it's it's always cool. I've always thought it's weird that they do it in the middle of the summer. Right. Like, unveil, like, release new baits. At the, you know, some companies do it at the Classic in the spring and stuff like that. But other ones, they, like, get you all excited, and you're like, all right. And when they finally do release these things, they're still not, like, available to the public. Like, right on that, when they unveil them at ICAST, it's like, they'll be available in, like, November. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. Or next year is when they come out so they should
0: do it like in january that's what i always it's in orlando florida i mean everyone wants to go down to the warm weather in january if they would unveil it then they could have everything in time for the spring bite
1: right but i guess i guess the ice fishermen would say well what about us don't we count because then there's ice fishing stuff down there too that gets unveiled and everything so
0: you cannot tell me there is not one ice fisherman that wouldn't say ah you know what i can go <laughs> down there i can go down to orlando florida for you right know, well for i'm just i'm just days. talking about
1: like just being able to use this stuff right i I've, I've always just thought it was kind of weird that they always do it and you know like all these companies are like oh you know we got all this stuff like Minn Kota the last few weeks has just been like pumping out stuff like unveiling something brand new and innovative and i think that's what's cool about iCast is like you can have like these innovative things that are you know that are going to change the the way that fishing is done. You and about use the term. Uh, I wasn't you going to. You about
0: use the term game changer. changer. Yeah,
1: that's the worst thing about iCast. And then, uh, then the other thing is like some some of them are just unveiling new colors. It's <laughs> just like, I mean, this is. And some people are like, so, oh, did you, it's like, did you see that new shallow water anchor system that Makota came out with? And somebody's, and somebody's just like, dude, did you see like the new color DT-10
0: that they came out with? Mystic Mountain <laughs> Blueberry.
1: <laughs> uh, might get in trouble for Mountain Dew from that for that one, but.
0: Do they got Mystic Mountain Blueberry?
1: I don't know. It sounds like a Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah,
0: I don't. I think it's Powerade.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I, I don't even think it's Powerade. I think Ricky Bobby said it one time on Talladega <laughs>
1: Nights. <laughs> you might. That might be the color of one of the baits that you ordered online.
0: Yeah, I I got some baits coming. <laughs> I got some baits coming.
1: But yeah, I mean, iCast cast is always kind of cool. It's it is neat to see like all the stuff that's coming out. It's just you know now they kind of it's dangled out in front of you like the carrot and Right right.
0: Well, you know, like like we said, Dan Spangler had said that uh, that Berkeley head yeah. stick is coming out, and some of those colors that they've been showing are cool. way cool, way cool. And and you know, I, I don't know. Everyone who listens to this knows that I'm not much of a, a you know, I don't throw Rapalas. as I don't throw Berkeley, you know, the the crank or whatever for say I I, I just don't. But uh, I don't know. Secretly, like I'm jacked up about this, and I feel like I'm going to run out there and grab them, you know, and, and buy some. And I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but I'm going to buy them, <laughs> just like all these uh, crankbaits that are sitting in front of me here. I got jerk baits, liplesses. Uh, I got all sorts of stuff in front of me that still in the package that I bought them in because but I'm not going to. I'm going to throw them. But I think
1: that's most hardcore anglers. They buy way too much stuff that they're never going to use. But but there's just something about it when you go into the store or you're online. You're like, yeah, uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to order something. Like, I'm going to order those. I'm going to throw those a lot and then you just always end up going back to what
0: you're comfortable right. with right uh did you see the rappler rap v yeah that thing is that look, the thing this looks mean it could beat you in a fight it, definitely. it couldn't beat me but it could beat you
1: no i'm not going to argue with you there all right you watch ufc i mean i don't know how i yeah. can compete against that right i mean i i can't i don't own any affliction t-shirts or american fighter or whatever they are so yeah right so i can't i will never be able to beat anybody up because i don't have any of those things Do you, you
0: i do <laughs> you know dang well i don't have no affliction shirts i'm yeah, not right. talking you, you i'm sit, not talking you sit
1: what? down here and watch those ufc I fights do. and I yell love, at the tv with your affliction shirt on and i it, don't wear
0: affliction but just, i'm not like, saying i don't sit down here and yell at the tv <laughs> and sound smarter than a him like Knees, knees, get him with the knees. Get him with the elbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yell at professional fighters that get paid, you know, hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars to actually train and whatever. And here's me with a freaking full tombstone pizza next to me, <laughs> chugging on a Mountain Dew, yelling at some girl. This is the- what I would have done. Yeah, and I would. have What's won. he doing that for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, that iCast uh, deal that that's really cool. Which got me thinking, Matt uh you know when when you look at all these baits on bassmaster.com has uh all the all the new baits you know that came out here at icast and you know they there's there's rats and there's frogs and there's snakes and there's you know all these different hard baits and you know over well, the, the last and few and years you know, you know there's p- fishing line and all this
1: it's everything right kayaks yeah
0: are we overthinking it matt we are
1: you think so we over we overthink this game of fishing way too much i think that's one of the the mistakes that you see sometimes like why for a while the numbers of you know anglers was going down because people thought well i don't have all this stuff so you know i can't catch fish and it's just like no you don't need all this stuff you don't need you know 20 30 different rods i mean you can have one or two rods and you're going to go, you can catch plenty of fish. You don't need all kinds of different baits and crank baits and lures and all that stuff. You can still go out there with a worm and a bobber and catch fish just like anything else.
0: You know, obviously, obviously you don't have as good of a chance going out with just a worm and a bobber, but, but you do. I mean, you do, but, like, you th- you think about some of these baits that have just been super, super effective. And and you kind of get to thinking, like, holy moly. Like, the Deadly nedly right. The Ned Rig. I mean, is there a more simpler...
1: Well, and the crazy thing about the Ned Rig is it didn't get popular until a few years ago. Why is that? Nobody really ever really knew about it. You like, did? I didn't know what the, what a Ned rig is when people started talking about it. You know, turd rig, whatever they all wanted to call it. You know, it's like, oh, that's what that is. It's just a Senko, I mean, you know, with a stick bait stick bait cut in half. That's how the first one, you know, originated. Was it really? Yeah, he just cut the tail end off of a stick bait, and he just, instead of using a 5-inch thing, he's like, well, I'm going to try this 3-inch worm, and that's where it came. And then you have, like, a company like Z-Man that comes in with their elastics. And kind of changes how that goes because now instead of you know how some of those stick baits are, you catch one or two fish on it and it's in half and it's right apart and you need to put a new one on. Now with that elastech stuff, it's I mean you can catch a hundred plus fish on one bait. So you know that's kind of it's weird, you know. And people, you the northern anglers are like, well, it's just a jig worm, you know. That's all a Ned rig is. It's just a jig worm. It's like well, in in effect, it is. It's just you use a bigger different style worm on a jig head. I mean, it's still it just goes to still prove the versatility of a jig head.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. No, so. I I don't know. I just I kind of look at some of these baits over the last uh little while here that that have come out and you know, th- there's some wild 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 stuff out there, but I just really kind of feel like the the baits that these guys are really having a lot of success with end up being the more more basic style Ooh. bait
1: right it's i think it's cool this year that the spinner bait is kind of making a comeback again you know everybody kind of there's there's lures like that that people forget about and stop throwing because something new comes out so it's like oh we got to do this you know and people you know the chatter bait over the last few years has become real popular and people started start throwing that i can remember when that first came out and it was like oh you know everybody was kind of like oh okay yeah this thing is cool and caught a lot of fish and then some people were kind of like "Nah, that's not oh yeah that's all you're doing is throwing a chatterbait And everybody kind of stopped throwing it well then some of these elite guys started doing really well on it again so now it's popular again same way with the spinnerbaits you know spinnerbaits years it has been around for a long long time you know people were using it winning tournaments off of it and then pretty soon it kind of got you know wasn't having as much success because everybody was throwing it and then People stopped throwing it. Well, then guys started throwing it again and started doing well on it. And it, it's just one of those baits, a spinnerbait is, that it's going to catch fish all the time and different types of fish.
0: But there's only one fish that counts. The big one. The bass. Well, the bass. Well, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Matt, hierarchy of fish, hierarchy of fish, like right here in in the upper Midwest here, what do you personally feel is the hierarchy of fish? Well, walleye. I, I, I mean, walleye you think is number one?
1: Yeah. I, it's probably the most sought-after fish in our area. I mean, you think about the number of walleye fishermen in Minnesota, South Dakota, Iowa, you know, Wisconsin. That's the, you know, Nebraska. That's the fish that people target the most.
0: But, but I mean, like, when you think of, like, the... the the fish that maybe isn't the most popular to actually target but like the most well respected for say or or you know like when people think of it they're like oh wow do you think musky beats i mean you know i i I don't think so no 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 you don't like
1: there's still a lot of people that think that musky are nuisance species and there's a lot of people that think muskies are ruining all the lakes every time that's why whenever like the dnr wants to introduce them into a new lake there's such opposition from like homeowners and associations and people around the lakes because they think that they're gonna the muskies are gonna eat all the walleyes.
0: But don't you think looking over all the best walleye fisheries that they do have a predator oh, that yeah. there no, is I'm some not... other? You know, maybe there's not something that you know, for say, a muskie that you know can down a 20 inch walleye, but you know, there's something else in you know. You look at Mille Lacs and you look at like Lake McConaughey out in western Nebraska that has the wipers and, and you look at all these, you know, big time fisheries that really kick out, you know, top notch quality fish. Like I feel like there's another fish, right. you know, that that is battling at the top of the food chain with them. And, and, you know, the ones where they're like, oh, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of walleyes, but none of them really get very big. I feel like those are the lakes that the walleye is the alpha predator in those fisheries. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I know what you're saying there. I don't know. I, I could be wrong there, but I don't know. Like In my mind, if I was to list a top five, I would, I would put muskie up top. And although I, I do enjoy catching bass more than I enjoy catching walleye, I would put walleye at number two just kind of as a, you know, the, I don't know, the mystique around i don't know if mystique's the right word well, i don't know what it's, word it's, i'm going for here you know, but when
1: you think of the northern states you think of walleye. i right, mean right the walleye is king in these states right. that's what the majority of people target
0: yep and then then behind that i would probably you know I, with musky then walleye then i'd probably put the smallmouth bass after that i would probably put the n- I, i'd put the i'd put the yellow perch
1: yeah, that's a good point because the yellow perch. I was gonna say sunfish, but yellow perch. I mean, when you think about North Dakota and South Dakota, I mean, it's it's yellow perch. Some parts of northern Minnesota and stuff. I mean, very good perch populations, and
0: and then I think I would go
1: crappie afterwards. Right. Yeah. I would go musky. Spring.
0: Yep. Musky walleye, smallmouth bass, yellow perch, and crappie. Yeah, that's a good. One. Even though two of my favorite fish as as the bluegill and the largemouth bass are not in there i just feel like that's the five coolest fish okay like i, I don't know I, I don't know if if coolest I, I don't know what i'm even trying to get at here right you picking up what i'm putting down over I'm there i'm picking it up it's just i mean with give them, me your top five right now well i would have can you to count say to five you need me to help no me? i got
1: okay i got enough fingers on one hand that all right I can only one there. hand yeah We won't talk about that. Uh, (laughs) Jeez. Nasty cheese grater incident. Uh, Damn it, I like cheddar. Uh, (laughs) Anyways. Keep her moving. My my ADD is kicking (laughs) in. Look, there's a squirrel over there. No. Uh, I would have to say, like, as far as popularity going in the states up here, I I just got to go with walleye as well. Walleye number one. I do because, I mean, it seems like if you catch a... If you catch a 22 inch bass, you know, people are like, oh, okay. But if you catch a 30 inch walleye, people are like, whoa. Ain't that it's crazy? It's like, holy buckets. Yep. And it's like, well, it's, you know, I caught like a 23 or 24 inch bass. That's almost right. like seven pounds, but it's not a 10 pound walleye. You right. know, it's like, okay. I yep. mean, I get it. Yep. Uh, two, you know, I, the northern is really starting to kind of make that come back in there it's pretty popular there's a lot of people that fish northern uh enjoy to catch enjoy catching them i mean you can get some big ones there's people that go out to pier and target them every spring because right. you're catching 20 plus pounders uh back in the heyday up on red lake in minnesota you'd catch huge ones and you, there's parts of northern minnesota where you can get into really big northerns and devil's lake north dakota yep uh, yep so i'd have to say northern then i'd have to say smallmouth bass it's probably a little bit more popular than largemouth in the northern states. Uh Largemouth in the last few years has been starting to gain more popularity, so I'm going to go smallmouth. And then I would probably go, then I would have to say what you did, and I'd have to go with perch and then crappie. Okay. I'd have to agree with that. Those two are good ones because up here, they're very sought after fish.
0: Right, right. I mean, I don't know, you, even, even the guys that are diehard walleye guys, like... You show up with a bucket of bluegill, and they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 that's nice bluegills." Right. You show up with a bucket of crappies, and and you get their attention yeah. right now,
1: or some big perch
0: or something like right. that. They're like, right. "Oh, okay, yeah." Now you're speaking my language.
1: Right. It seems like walleye and perch go hand in hand with right. each other.
0: Right. No. Uh, so I got a, I got a couple here. We're gonna go on down. The, well, no, no, no. We're gonna do this. No, we're gonna do this. All right so I, I made up a list here a short little list of uh of a few people and you got to tell me who you would fish with out of this list and why
1: all right Wow all right
0: here we go Dave gens or Jason Mitchell to have
1: you have to go with Dave gens on that one got to go with gens yeah cause. I mean they're both I'd they're both solid dudes I'd love to fish with either one of them but you know it just something about Dave that godfather you got to yeah. go with it Yep, you got to and it don't matter if it's open water or ice fishing okay i think i'd rather fish with them open water really than ice fishing just because i would look like such a tool sack <laughs> trying to fish <laughs> i mean he'd be like "Would this guy he don't know how to <laughs> Do you this. even fish bro so i'm like okay dude
0: <laughs> all right all right going in-depth outdoors james holst or pat mcsherry um
1: i think pat would be a lot of fun to fish really it? Mm-hmm. okay
0: Going Pat, all right. Brian Brosdale or Ted Takasaki. Um, I think Brian. Yep, that's where I would go to. All right, here's one: Sprangle or Hoyer. Corey Sprangle, ooh, John Hoyer. You don't I'd necessarily have to, have to go after walleyes. Right, I'd have to, I'd have to go with Corey. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think it'd be kind of fun, just because he's kind of into the bass and to the walleye and. He seems like he's kind of does a lot of like the casting and stuff like that. So does Hoyer, but I, I Hoyer's I a musky fisherman. That's true too. I mean, them, them them big dude, walleye. Them dudes are just, just plain old sticks fisherman. I think that those guys could go and fish like a Bass Series or something like yep. that and do well. Seth Fighter or Jeff Gustafson? I'd have to go with Gussie. Really? Yep. I I think I would go with Gussie. I think it, he'd be a lot of like fun in the boat. And very like educational. I think that he'd like teach you a lot of stuff, and I think fighter would be a blast in there. But I don't know about if I can handle the secondhand smoke.
0: You'd have to start <laughs> smoking. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, so th- I mean, that's probably. I mean, like I said, it would be fun to jump in a boat with fighter and Absolutely. you know pick his brain and stuff like that. But it would also be kind of cool to go with jumping with Gus either. That'd be a tough one tough decision to make but i think i'd have to go with Gussie on that
0: one yeah you um i don't know i don't know i don't know who i would pick on that one i'd probably pick fighter just said i could i i don't know fighters just he is but
1: he just seems like when he like when it comes down to like when it's fishing time it's like nose to the grindstone like real focused and stuff like that and there might not much be much talking going on right So, and I think Gussie seems like the type of guy that would just BS. Yeah, sit there and shoot the breeze with you.
0: Right. All right. On uh, on Grumpy Old Men, Max or John?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Max, all the way. Max? Yeah. Max Goodman?
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. No. Nope, that, How about you?
1: What you on that? One?
0: I I think I would also go with Max. I
1: just I think I want to sit down with Grandpa and just sit on the couch and
0: yeah, watch right? Catfish Hunter. You would eat, ha- so, eat some bacon, and yeah, you'd have to be smoking a pack of camels. <laughs> would you go ice fishing or open water fishing with uh, John and John or Max? Uh, you you're either gonna go after Catfish Hunter or you gonna go ice fishing? Uh
1: i'd go open water fishing with them yeah you gotta go after you gotta, catfish you gotta go after catfish hunter right
0: all right uh speaking of uh going after fish uh as we've talked here the last couple weeks uh we are going to be having a fishing tournament uh midwest angler versus everybody and uh listener bryce Nielsen uh actually messaged me earlier and uh he said hey have you ever heard of the fish donkey app and yes of course we have heard of the fish donkey app but uh i had never really explored that option and i was a little bit worried maybe that people wouldn't really uh you know want to uh want to do that but i really i really truly think that uh the fish donkey app is probably going to be the best way to go about this little tournament um so what we're gonna do is uh me and matt uh right before we uh right before we started recording this uh uh episode we did uh we we went on fish donkey i downloaded it onto my phone we set up a tournament and it's called midwest angler versus everybody and uh what we're gonna do is uh kind of just screw around with this over the next day or two and and make sure that this is what we want but that's that's what i'm thinking we're gonna do uh this starts next week on the 6th and uh like we said before, it's two walleyes, two bass, two sunfish, and uh, yeah, go in length. Go in length. Yep. Go go, go in total length. Uh, you know, everyone's scales different. Everyone's ruler should be the same. But yeah, uh, yeah what you, what you're gonna do on that Fish Donkey app is, A, go into the app store on your phone, type in Fish Donkey, and uh, yeah, you and and one person, like we said, is, is two two person team. Uh, go on there and download the fish donkey app. I'm not sure how you find our tournament, but, uh, we'll get that figured out, out. but, uh, that's, that's what we're going to do. And, uh, yeah, the, the grand slam total of all six fish that you catch takes home the top prize. I don't know what the top prize is yet, but we'll, we'll give something away to the top bass, the top walleye and the top, uh, sunfish, uh, you know stringers and uh yeah i don't know maybe corn dogs corn dogs <laughs> <laughs> really corn dogs all these people
1: corn dogs
0: you like corn dogs
1: i like corn dogs
0: hate corn dogs do you yep That's... i hate corn bread wow yeah i just said there i just said that i went there
1: it's all right i don't think i think there's a lot of people that don't but anyways yeah there you go off track again golly
0: Forget it your should be fun. Today. Fish,
1: fish donkey app. This, I don't I know. Think I think it's going to be, be cool.
0: I think it's going to be cool. We're going to do a one week deal, and you know what? If it's really cool, maybe we'll do it again later on. Yep. We'll we'll do a fall jamboree. There we go. Yep. Jeremy K. Uh, he's going on vacation this week up to Alexand- or next week up to Alexandria during this tournament. Ooh. So uh, he's going to be a contender. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. going to be a contender.
1: I don't think we need to worry.
0: You don't think so? No. Mm, well not unless
1: he throws a treble hook out there with a big weight and just rips it rips
0: it (laughs) i saw some people doing that at the spillway the other day uh where spirit lake goes down into
1: my cousin who works for the dnr over there said that they caught somebody hand
0: fishing down on the spillway really yep well i was watching them rip through there and it i i think it's i mean i think it straight up says that's illegal and they're correct right i'm pretty sure i don't know Kayla, Kayla and my dad and my mom were with me, and Kayla kind of looked at me, and she's like, what's the matter? And I was like, hmm. And she's like, it's time to go, isn't it? <laughs> and I said, yes, it is. Because otherwise I'm going to say something, and yeah, it would have headed south. But uh, no, nope, I don't know. that. Oh, good story of the week. What do good you got, Matt? I kind of threw this on you. You want me to tell you one first? No, I got one. All
1: right. I got to say congratulations to Tony Reuter.
0: Did he win it? He won... No
1: kidding? On Spirit Lake Club Tournament the other day as a boater. And then John Whitcamp got first in a non-boater.
0: Not so, on Spirit? Yeah. What day was that?
1: Sunday. No, that was on Okaboji. No, nope, that was a different tournament, bud. Those really? Guys, yep. Chris and Denman were fishing a, a Bass Trail, Team Bass Trail Tournament. They didn't fish the Club Tournament on no Sunday. No kidding. Okay. So the Club Tournament was on Spirit Lake on Sunday and...
0: Ruder got her done, huh? Yeah,
1: in the butter division. So That's awesome. He is well-deserved. And he was representing the Midwest Angler Podcast hat on.
0: How did I miss that? So, yeah. How did I miss that? Oh, no, I saw that. Both him and Camp got, yeah, got first. Yeah, that's right. Won, so. Got on him. Yeah. Good job, Tony. What Good job, yours? John.
1: Yeah. Good job for those guys.
0: I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Leah. Oh, yeah. Our buddy Tanner's, uh, fiance, Leah, got herself a real nice walleye, 28 and a half inches, uh, up in Minnesota here on Saturday, maybe. That was a big one. Yep. Uh, 28 and a half, and I think they said eight and a half pounds, and yeah. I, I know that's her PB, and... That's pretty cool. Might have knocked Tanner's PB, too, so. <laughs> Yep, no, that, that was way cool, so, uh, congratulations to Leah, uh... Anytime that there's people beating PBs, yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. That's good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I've got. Uh, Like I said, I'm sorry two weeks in a row that we didn't have a guest, but uh, these were the cards that were dealt. Uh, We we had two people kind of not well, like like we said, life happens, whatever. And uh, we're hoping to get some get some more interviews here and uh, get a bunch of them in a row. And uh, you know, you can't. For, for us, you know, we can't reach out to 25 anglers and, and whoever says yes, you know, whatever, because then you got 25 anglers that are on the line that are like, right. well, you know, they, they text me once or, you know, called me once and now all of a sudden I'm not hearing from them anymore. So, you know, we kind of got to be, uh, you know, there's got to be some sort of strategy and uh, me and Matt got lives too. I've got... I've got uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week. I've got uh, games. baseball games. And oh, then yeah. we've got 4th of July. And, yeah, you know, what yeah. it's, it's a busy time. Yeah, so.
1: everybody be safe out there this 4th of July.
0: Hey, speaking of which also, I'm going to be giving away two mugs for 4th of July. We are going to be giving away two mugs for 4th of July uh, with the... Brand new Midwest Angler podcast, red, white, and blue logo. Sweet. So uh, what I'm going to do is uh, go on Facebook, and uh, there's going to be some sort of post. Go on there, tag a veteran or current military person, a firefighter, a police officer, or an EMT, and uh, I'll give one to you and one to them. That's how we're going to do it. So, uh, If you win. If you win. If you win. And, and if you send us a pile of baits, fishing rods, uh, hats, T-shirts, um, the new Minn Kota Raptor, uh, yep. those reels, you know, fishing line. There's a lot of stuff that you could send us. We'll throw your name in the hat, a bunch <laughs> of extra time for, for the Mincota Raptor. I will make sure that you win.
1: If you buy each of us a brand new bass boat. Yeah. Yeah. With all the bells and whistles, we'll put your name in twice. We
0: will. Maybe even three, <laughs> three times. times. We'll take someone else's <laughs> name out. <laughs> all righty. That's it. Uh, we will see you next week on episode 80. Later.